Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Life and Purpose, with me, Wanjiko Kiari. In this podcast, we shall be having real conversations and stories on the journey to self-discovery, evolution, learning, and personal development. Do you ever question your existence? I do, and I'd like to invite you for us to share, learn, and to live and be the best version of ourselves. So join me. Hi guys, hope you're doing well and thank you so much for always coming back and tuning in. It is incredible how this platform has just been enabling conversations and amazing interactions from sharing and learning from each other. It's just been great. I'm recording this episode on the backdrop of some pounding rain and nice weather which I just love. This is the weather I just prefer any day. So a good book, some soup or hot chocolate, and I'm good to go. Anyway, I hope you have had a good and productive last week, that you've been showing up and putting in the effort no matter how little. I hope that you've been loving yourself no matter what you're going through. You know, just like patting yourself in the back and acknowledging and saying, you know what? I have had a rough day or I'm going through a rough or tough season, but I made it through and I'm going to sleep over it and I'm going to work for a better tomorrow. Self-love is so, so fundamental in living a purposeful life. So remember to always show yourself some love. In my last episode, um, I was talking about how I was getting a little stressed on the progress of some of my goals. Well, this is easing out uh, a little bit, I'm happy to announce. (laughs) And I'm constantly giving myself a pep talk to just acknowledge the progress I have made so far. And the fact that I'm actually aware of the bits that are lagging behind and I'm doing something about it, you know, and, the, and that I'm showing up and putting in the effort, that is that is quite something. What's important is to keep remembering to live life each day. Talking of life, my heart has been crushed to pieces in the past two weeks by one, one of my childhood friends and his wife lost one of their four-year-old twin daughters. And the other one was critical in ICU, but uh, thankfully, we thank God she's doing much better now. And the family also lost four other members um, following a terrible, terrible car crash. I cannot even begin to imagine what's going on in those people's minds and hearts. I lack words. I lack words. And every time that family crosses my mind, I just stop and say a prayer and ask God to just show that family his grace and and healing. My thoughts and prayers are, are truly, truly, truly with this family. Secondly is a story that has been rocking our news headlines in Kenya of a man who killed his wife and two children. Beautiful, beautiful family brutally murdered by somebody they thought once loved them. I mean, it's incomprehensible. And the story goes that it was a feud of a child support or something after separation. Whatever the reasons, I mean, it's heart-heartbreaking. And I truly think that as a society, we really need to be alive and alert to what is ailing the people around us, our friends and families, 
because I think that um, by the time somebody is going ahead with such a heinous act, they are truly not okay. And somebody ought to have realized that they are truly, truly not okay. Let's be our brothers and sisters keeper. Uh, the other significant uh, thing that happened in the past week was the release of um, our primary school national exams, so class eight. And guys, one can clearly tell the pressure that we put on our kids to pass exams. I honestly think that as parents, we are the one who feel the pressure more. And this thing of wanting our kids to do well is driven by our need to talk about it, to brag to our friends, comparing them with others. And that's what makes us transfer this pressure to, to our kids. And it's a whole chain because our parents had the same pressure on us. And now, you know, you find that uh, parents are doing that on this current generation. And then the sister, the system also doesn't quite help because there's a lot of emphasis on grades and uh, there's been a lack of balance also with other abilities, you know. From the stories that have been going around, there are kids who think that scoring 380 marks or 398 marks out of a possible 500 is a fail. I mean, scoring 400 out of 500 has become like a measure of success and the pressure for getting there is real. A friend of mine was telling me of her niece who has been locked up in her room crying for days because she scored 399 marks, you know, missing just one mark to get to the coveted 400. Yeah, we've also had some, seen some reports on the news, on social media of kids who have committed suicide because of exam results. I mean, it's time we really seriously had this talk because it's just not right. How do we as a country, as a people, as a continent, balance academics and other abilities? Each child, I believe, has some unique genius in them. And we really need to be very intentional about developing these other things. Well, in Kenya, we have um, the government piloting a new system, which they say is going to be competency-based curriculum. And the idea is that it's going to cure some of these challenges yeah, that we're having with the current system. But in my view, it's going to take much more than the teachers trying to implement this curriculum. There has to be a mind shift in the entire society. This culture of um, guys glorifying straight A kids over average and academically not so gifted kids, it needs to stop or at least reduce. Yeah. I was evaluating this with some of my friends and comparing our grades, what we got in our primary school level, in our O-levels, and what we are currently doing. And honestly, it takes much, much more than grades to live a good, happy, and fulfilled life. And the challenge here is to my generation of parents, yeah? So myself and those of my friends and people in my generation, we need to start allowing our children to excel in the strong areas, yeah? We need to allow kids to innovate and to create and to express their imagination to see where that goes. We need to be able to identify our kids' gifts and talents, and you can only do that if you allow them to explore. 
a friend of mine uh, was telling me the other day because I kind of engaged a few of my friends when I, when I was thinking about doing this episode and he was saying the way his parents were so prescriptive on what they wanted him to pursue and they really really drilled that to uh, drilled that towards him you know like all that they were talking about and his interests were all ignored and you know they were very hell-bent on what they wanted him to become but his interest and gifts were totally in a different field and so what happened was that when he became a bit mature and he was able to stand up for himself he he defied his parents and followed his his route what his heart really wanted this of course caused a serious rift uh, between him and his parents but i mean looking back where he is now he's doing incredible incredible things with his life and um, you know the people his his parents and the society can see that now you know they are they are actually enjoying the fruits of of his labor guys when i say this i'm saying it to even to myself you know it's high time we became conscious of not muffling our children's abilities and talents let's not impose our insecurities on our kids you know let's not make them live our failed dreams we need to break away from these toxic habits i cannot recommend the conscious parenting book enough I have talked about it in this podcast and I will continue talking about it. If you are a parent or an aspiring parent or an auntie or just somebody who wants to make a change in this society, please just grab a copy and read it. The writer Dr. Shafali talks about how we subconsciously or unconsciously impose our expectations on our kids while in the real sense what we want to do is validate our own egos. Yeah? Now, on the other hand, we have some people who are considered failures based on their academic scores, but they're actually doing really, really well. Some of them are even employing the students, others are running very successful businesses. Not to say grades aren't important. I mean, it's great to study and do your best, but we are not all A students, and that's just the truth. So while we congratulate the kids who did well, let us also encourage those who didn't get those A's but instead look in into nurturing their strong areas and their talents so last week i read a one question survey to a group of um, some close friends and i asked them what's the one thing you wish you were taught in school that you found you needed when you got to the real world so a big thank you <laughs> to all my friends who i sent this question and thank you for the quick responses and for indulging me with your thoughts which i'm going to share on today's episode so from the t- the responses that i got um there are some critical things that came up that i feel we need to consider um and expose our children to in addition to the mainstream academics actually um for those countries or for those people who are in the stages of reviewing their curriculums these are some of the things and the feedback that should be considered in my view for inclusion to supplement what's being taught in the mainstream curriculum so on to the responses from my one question survey so one person said that i wish i was taught earlier on that excelling in academics is not everything and by the way this is an a student saying this yeah 
I hope that I was given the opportunity to nurture other talents other than being made to believe that without a good grade, you are doomed. Another respondent talked about emotional intelligence and he said kids should be taught the importance of having aspects of social awareness and self-awareness. And he thought that it would be good for kids to be taken through those these models that are normally used to explain what emotional intelligence is and what are some of the ways that you can use to achieve high levels of EQ. Another one, one of my favorites um, responses was on the power of learning from failure. The way he put it was this way. He said, life is not as we were told and especially the insistence that things should always be right and perfect. We take failures and setbacks so hard, yet they're an expected part of life. I wish that we were taught that this is okay and that failures are actually hurdles and lessons that we could use to step forward to greater things. He continued to say that that's why, in my view, most people in our generation are so scared of starting businesses because we were never taught how to take failures and therefore we are afraid of even taking risks. Another one uh, talked about entrepreneurship and he said, um, I wish I was taught how to build a business other than focus entirely on employment because employment is hard to come by and there are people who actually can thrive in doing other things than getting employed or at least have the skills that will be will give you a choice to choose between employment and going into entrepreneurship. Another favorite one that actually cut across the different um, respondents was on personal financial management. And several people talked about how this they discovered was important, how they have made several mistakes because of lack of knowledge about how to go about personal financial management. One other person talked about uh, how they wish they were taught how to save, invest in investment vehicles like treasury bills, bonds, circles, what are the risks, pros and cons. So personal financial management was another big one. Another one that I really liked, somebody said life, life hacks. Yeah, so my friend said that People should be exposed to the realities of life. For instance, tamaking struggles, importance of looking for practical experience when you're in school, like during the school breaks and stuff like that. So that uh, that reduces like the shock <laughs> you get after clearing your formal education. Another one talked about mentorship and how important it would uh, be for young students to be encouraged and to be taught how to look for mentors who are in their line of career and who are also just good, people who just have good standing in the society would be able to guide them in the right direction. Another talked about self-identity and she said one of the biggest challenges is that as young people, most of us are not confident on who we are as individuals and especially in this era of people posting on social media and everything, we find that we are losing ourselves in the in the you know in the drive to compete and to try and be or to look like other people. 
And that's because we really do not know who we are. So she wishes that she was taught how to be able to be confident and be to and to have self identity. Another one talked about the importance of inculcating good and healthy habits, like hard work, setting tone for your day by, for instance, having a morning routine, you know, and how that influences largely how your day is going to turn out. And that now uh, goes on to your week, to your month, and to your year, how to be productive, grit, and what that entails. So importance of inculcating healthy habits. Another one talked about the arts and power of networking and forming relationships to complement our competencies. Actually, to just quote in verbatim, this person said, I wish school taught us that getting ahead in life is not just about what you know, but also who you know. The friends we make in school come back into our lives when we start our careers so make sure you cultivate those friendships and keep the useful ones. Then we had two points that were very practical on some of the things that uh, were maybe previously in the curriculum and then they were removed. For instance, music, playing instruments, home science, and those lessons or subjects that were impacting life skills on us, which were removed from the curriculum, there really needs to be a consideration to get back those into the curriculum and then another one also talked about coding yeah so she was talking about the importance of being exposed to the good side of technology and how technology can be used to make so many things easier can open up opportunities and all that so those are some of the things that a few of my friends that i sent the survey to felt that had they been exposed to they would be in a better, better place and better prepared for the real world. I'd like to know, uh, what are some of the things in your I wish I was taught list? Please, as usual, do not forget to leave a comment, share the episode with your friends, and let's keep uh, the conversation going. Before I end this episode, I'll just like to leave you with two quotes from my collection of quotes that I really like. The first one is from Elena Roosevelt, says nobody can make you feel inferior without your consent and the second one is from Michael Landon and he says whatever you want to do do it now because there are only so many tomorrows left thank you guys for tuning in and till the next one have a lovely lovely week ahead